Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. In case you're just tuning in, here's the deal. Every weekday, we're telling the stories of women from throughout history and around the world who you may not know about but definitely should. Each month is themed, and this month is all about witches and saints. Women have been celebrated and condemned for wielding spiritual power throughout history. This month, we're highlighting women who made incredible contributions to and through religions, as well as those who were charged and punished for alleged heresies or supernatural abilities. Today, we're talking about a woman whose trial would serve as the basis for many of the cases of the infamous 1692 Salem Witch Trials, the one and only Anne Goody Glover. Little is known about Anne's early life. She was born in Ireland and moved to Barbados at some point after Oliver Cromwell's invasion of Ireland in 1649. It's not entirely clear how she got from there to Boston, but by 1680, Anne was living with her daughter Mary in Puritan Boston and working as a housekeeper for a man named John Goodwin. In the summer of 1688, John's 13-year-old daughter, Martha, accused Anne's daughter of stealing clothes from the family laundry. Anne denied the accusation and ended up in a major fight with the young Goodwin children. During the fight, the Goodwin children started acting strangely, supposedly because of the argument. When the doctor was called in, he couldn't figure out what was wrong with the children, so he chalked it up to witchcraft. Anne was quickly arrested and officially charged with witchcraft, a very serious allegation in 1680s Boston, where fear of witches ran rampant. The leading accuser in her trial was none other than Reverend Cotton Mather, who would gain significant infamy for his actions during the Salem witch trials a few years later. During her trial, Anne was unable to answer questions in English, though she apparently understood the language. At first, she was accused of speaking the language of the devil. When Anne's accusers finally realized she was speaking Irish, they were able to find an interpreter and continued the trial. Still, her inability to speak English was a mark against her. Anne was asked to recite the Lord's Prayer during her trial, which she was able to do in Irish and broken Latin, but not in English. Being unable to say the Lord's Prayer in English was considered to be the mark of a witch. That belief speaks to the significant anti-Catholic prejudice in Puritan Boston, as most Catholics of the period, like Anne, would likely only know the Lord's Prayer in Latin. Other evidence supposedly proving Anne's witchcraft were small doll-like figures found during a search of her home, and an account from Reverend Mather that claimed Anne engaged in trysts with the devil and his minions in her prison cell. Reverend Mather wrote that Anne was, a scandalous old Irish woman, very poor, a Roman Catholic, and obstinate in idolatry. Anne was found guilty of witchcraft and was hanged on November 16, 1668, in front of a mocking crowd of onlookers. Robert Califf, a Boston merchant who knew Anne, wrote that her behavior at her trial was like that of one distracted. They did her cruel. The proof against her was wholly deficient. 
Anne's daughter supposedly suffered a mental breakdown as a result of the trial. In 1988, grappling with the city's dark history, the Boston City Council officially named November 16th Goody Glover Day in honor of Anne. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another remarkable woman from history. All month, we're talking about witches and saints. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.